Jared, what's up? It's Wednesday night all over the world, baby. Unspoken Requests is back. They tried to shut us down. They tried to silence us. Uh, but we're back on the air. They tried to cancel us. Cancel um, culture tried to get us. No, they didn't. No, not us. Not guys like us. Unspoken Requests episode number 80. Yeah. How about that? You think we would have planned a big one? Boy, do we have a show for you tonight. Barely. <laughs> oh, no, I was that was a question. <laughs> do we have a show for you tonight? <laughs> uh, no, it's a uh, it's a recap show. It's like uh, the 100th episode of Sein- Seinfeld. It's a clip show. It's a clip show. Yeah. It's all right with me. No, it's not a clip show. It's not a clip show? It could be. It's not too late. Um... We have 80 episodes of uh, content to go through. That's uh, 160 hours. <laughs> Do we have stupid, interns for that? What a stupid thing to have. We have 160 hours of us. Yeah, but if you Just follow my <laughs> advice and listen to your podcast at one and a half speed, we're only talking... Um, uh, how's that math work? 120 hours? I don't know, man. Well... Double time would be 80 hours, mm-hmm. so yeah, 120 sounds right. Sure. I'll take your word for it. You're the human calculator. And you could, yeah, yeah, uh, you, you got th- throw out a math uh, uh, a math problem for me. Oh, uh, how about 25 plus um, 37? Oh, easy. That took a while. <laughs> <laughs> 62. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Um, before we get too far and forget about it, uh, let's, let's back announce the music that we started off episode number 80 with. That's a fine idea. Thanks. We heard Stay Free by the Lees of Memory. That's from their latest single. That was just a one-off single that came out at the end of last year. I think it's great. That song and the B-side, both very good. Whenever you talk about that band, all I can think about is Lee's Famous Chicken. Yeah, I wish they had a different name, but I also don't care that much about the name. Uh, You know, I was once dragged by a print publication for having one of the worst band names of all time. So, No, for having having good music, but a bad band name. And so, uh, if that's how we're playing, eh, they could have a better name, but it's also fine. I think the music's great. All right. They're from Nashville, Tennessee, or Knoxville, one of the two. Oh, the music city. That's right. <laughs> That's where all the music comes from. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Formerly, just like, just formerly like Super Drag. You know that band? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yep. I do. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, we heard Kabasa. Kielbasa? Kabasa. K A B A S A. With. Awundiva. A-W-U-N-D-I-V-A. That's how you spell that word. Uh-huh. Um, before that, you played... Um, I'm not even going to say it. What did you play before that, Mike? What did I play? Oh, I played Snow Queen of Texas by uh, canceled uh, folk pop outfit from the 1960s, the Mamas and the Papas. Can- canceled for good reason. Well, not all oh, of them. Oh, I'm not... You, yeah. you, 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 uh... Never mind. I sound sarcastic no matter what I say. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to get at? No. Everyone, everyone's saying canceled too much. Well, yeah. That's what I love about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, I do like uh, I do like the uproar uh, online, which, you know, it doesn't even matter what happens online, but yeah. I like the uproar, the seeming uproar over the uh, Dr. Seuss cancellation. Because the company are the ones who, <laughs> like, DrSeuss.com are the ones that pulled that, pulled those publications, and everyone's oh, like, yeah. Dr. Seuss has been canceled, and the company were like, no, 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 we want these out of the, right out of there. I know. I, I, I work at a library. Someone asked me about it today. I just think it's real nice cherry on top of cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> that the company themselves pulled the things because yeah. they were embarrassed of it. Right. <laughs> and then everyone's mad. Yeah. Well, no, not everyone, just the goons. <laughs> right. If you're uh, mad about Dr. Seuss being canceled, you're a goon. Full-blown goon. If you hear me, if you can hear my voice, now you know how I feel. 
Uh, Before yeah, that, no, we heard Alice. I also Cr- oh. hesitated to play the song. I didn't play it on the last episode because it's called "Snow Queen of Texas," and I didn't want anyone to think I was making light of what happened in Texas. No, and you I, were making light of. Uh, no, nothing. Just kidding. You weren't <laughs> actually making light of it. No, nothing at all. I just like the song. Yeah. Uh, no, it is a good song. You know, uh, John Phillips. He also wrote Kokomo. That's true. The Beach Boys, uh, the massive Beach Boys hit, Kokomo. I can't tell if I love that song or I hate it. I completely agree with you. I compl- I couldn't agree more with that <laughs> because it's dumb and it's like hokey, as hokey as it gets, but it's also and very catchy and very good. Uh, and it's I was a kid when it came out, so it's like nostalgic. Yeah. All this stuff. It's, there's a lot tied to that song for me. It's got a made-up location, Kokomo. Wait a minute. It's not about Kokomo, Indiana? <laughs> I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying that I don't think it is. Because they're talking about the Florida Keys, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, there's no Kokomo down that, there. That was confusing as a kid, because I knew there was a Kokomo an hour away from me. Yeah. Could that be the place? Would the Beach Boys come to Indiana? Come to the middle of Indiana? Maybe. Oh, yeah. For a vacation. What did we hear before that, Jared? We heard Allison Krauss and Union Station. Union Station, Indianapolis is probably the Union Station <laughs> they're talking about there, I can only assume, yeah. uh, with the song Daylight. What a beautiful voice. Thank you. Oh, wait, you're talking about <laughs> Allison Krauss. <laughs> when, that, when she made that record with Robert Plant years ago, I've never been a real Zepp head at all. Um, I don't have anything against them, but they've just never... Never gotten sucked in. But uh, she made that record with Robert Plant, and I was just like, mm, no thanks. not No thanks. Yeah. And then one time I was out outdoors on a patio uh, in Bloomington having a meal with a friend, lunchtime, and one of the songs came on the radio on the loudspeaker at the restaurant. And I was like, what is this cool music? <laughs> and it was one of the songs from the Allison Krauss and Robert Plant record. Oh. And I, I got it, and I like it. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. What did you play before that, Michael? I could not tell you. Oh, I accidentally played a Wilco song. Oh, okay. I meant to play Snow Queen of Texas first, and I pushed the wrong button, and I accidentally played a Wilco song, which is called Everyone Hides, which is from the Wilco album uh, that's newest, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm trying to... Wait. Excuse me. My goodness. I'm a real mess tonight, Jared. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, I can tell. I'm fine. But I'm just, I'm running on fumes, but not in the bad way. Like, I feel really relaxed, if you know what I mean. Um, I feel fine, but I'm not uh, on my A-game. But I do feel fine. You know I'm a narc, right? That's called Ode to Joy. The name of that record is Wilco's Ode to Joy. I have a real, I have a real on and off relationship as a fan with Wilco. You know what I owed to Joy? I, you know what I owed to Joy? I owed to Joy a piece of my mind after he messed up the postal service. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? I sure do. Anyway, before that, to start off that nonstop music block here on Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike, we heard The Enchanters with I Paid for the Party. And there you go. Uh, let's uh, let's see what's going on on the old uh, hotline here. On the hotline. Let's go see what's going on. Let's see what's going <laughs> let's on. Let's go see what's going <laughs> what on. What you say, what we <laughs> see, what we got going on on the unspoken request. It sounded like I was trying to say I was on drugs a minute ago. I am not on drugs. Oh, that's what I, I thought you were saying. No, I was, uh, once again, everything that I say sometimes can sound sarcastic even when I mean it or I'm just uh, take everything Mike says with a grain of drugs <laughs> please sometimes words just fall out of my face and I my brain is not even engaged with what's happening who do we got on the hotline tonight well you tell me you've got the hotline unspoken request are you there caller yes I am this is David guess what you are the lucky caller and we're gonna tell you something right now it's your birthday congratulations oh my does that check I've out? I've always wanted one. Look at, your, look at your birth certificate. Yes. Is that right? Today? Uh, yes, that, that looks like it. 
Well, happy birthday. We have friend of the show, David Woodruff, on the line. Uh, I made it sound like he called us, but I called him. We called him to wish him a very happy birthday. Mike, say happy birthday. Happy birthday, David. It's great to hear your voice. Well, it's great to be on my favorite uh, podcast uh, hosted by WFHB and Mike and Jared and um, all of your favorite podcast streaming apps. (laughs) Which one do you use to listen to the show? Uh, Lately, I use Overcast. Overcast? I'm unfamiliar with that one. Isn't that a weather app? Um, Let me check real quick because this might actually be a weather app. Uh, look, oh, nope. It's, it is overcast. Okay. Well, David, what have you done uh, for your se- uh, very first pandemic birthday? You almost, almost, uh, almost, almost, in there almost yeah, I was going to say, no, yeah, last time this year. Well, I mostly sat out in the sun. And visited uh, my parents from a safe distance and had some food. And, uh, um, you know, really just patted myself on the back. <laughs> Congratulations, me. What kind of food exactly. did you eat? I had um, some local sandwiches. And uh, I don't know how specific I should get you don't have to give us your private information. Whatever, whatever, you don't yeah, want to. whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> Local sandwiches I'm is fine. I'm answering that. I <laughs> <laughs> listened to the last episode, John. You guys, you went hot wild on the local restaurant. You really? Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we dragged a few people. Yeah, you put them in their place. Well, we all did it in love. You know, we want everybody to do their best and be their best. Be best. We want everyone to be best. Are you, wait, now that uh, Milani is out of office, are you taking over the Be Best campaign? Mike? I'm the new... Who's taking over that campaign? It's me. I'm telling you. It's you. I'm here to... Uh, this is an exclusive. I, Mike Adams, You're the am face of Be Best. in charge of the Be Best campaign, which I think is an anti-cyberbullying, so that's why we do all of our bullying, bullying on the terrestrial Terrestrial. Radio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be Best. Let's make some bootleg Be, be Best merch. <laughs> I'm down. David, I have a, I made a, well, I don't want to spoil it, I guess. I got something for you. Oh, okay. I was going to bring it to you on your we birthday. Got, you got to tell us now. Don't. Oh, okay. I just made David a mixtape. I have a little cassette oh. for David that I made some little art for and put some songs on nice. tape. And it says on the spine. Be best. HBD DJW 2021. Nice. Thank you. So I have that for you. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'll drop it in your mailbox or something. Is side A called A best and side B B best? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How's the show going? Oh, today is uh, it's our 80th episode. And so okay. what we did for this episode was play tons of music at the top of the show. And now we're talking to you. Uh, oh. And we are... We had some potential guests, and then it didn't. The scheduling didn't work out, and so Jared and I are, uh, we're just tossing the hot potato back and forth, you know. Just riffing, that's yeah. Right, that's right. It's what the people want. I got some good skunk content coming up. I, got, oh. I think I got a skunk problem. You do? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh no. Yeah, just I, like you do. Well, I've got a skunk nuisance. I wouldn't say it's a problem yet. But I have a nuisance. Well, I've never seen the, this skunk that I think I have a problem with. So there's a chance I sure you do could smell it. There's a chance you could have a skunk ape problem. A what? The skunk ape, the Sasquatch, the Yeti. Oh. The Yucca man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I just, just, I just, I just, had, <laughs> no joke. I just happened today, uh, to read aloud to my family the Yucca man chapter of the Desert Oracle book. <laughs> <laughs> While Jess was uh, working on her macrame, which Jared, I meant to tell you, I have been assigned to tell you okay. that there's a macrame hanging on the wall behind you. Jess made that, and I'm supposed to point it out to you and say, Jess made this. Oh, wow. That's. Hold on. I can't get all the way around. 
Oh, oh wow, that looks great. She wanted to show it to you. That's macramazing. Yeah. <laughs> in case anyone's wondering, uh, Mike mentioned uh, me being in a room. I'm in. I'm in the bathroom again. That's right. So you're hearing me through a mixer, through a door, through a mask, in a bathroom, in a l- outdoor I lawn chair, about in a bathroom. That, uh, that that nice reverb on your voice. <laughs> that nice. Cold tile slap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jared's back in the bathroom. I'm in the studio. We have a room between us. And you, listener, you're in your car. You're at the pretzel factory. You're at David's uh, house. I don't know. It's it's almost midnight, Wednesday Wednesday night. And again, if you're listening to this as a podcast, we would really encourage you to listen on a Wednesday night if you can. But if you can't wait until the next Wednesday night comes to listen to this, you can listen to it whenever. The thing is, you have a spare one, you know? There's the one where this is on the radio that anyone can tune in live to on the internet. And then you have an extra Wednesday to listen. If you miss your opportunity, it is okay to listen any other day, but we really strongly prefer and encourage you to listen on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday night all over the world. You got youth group at seven, come home, eat some dinner, and then tune in. Uh, I know a little bit about your habits, Jared, though. I know they also can evolve. David, I'm not sure about you. Do you guys listen to podcasts while you're going to sleep at night? No. Yeah, me either. I, I have I have before, um, although I typically will listen to music or something. But yeah, sometimes I will. Uh, I like to put on um, every once in a while an old uh, Art Bell Coast to Coast episode that I find on where do, wherever you find those things, podcast apps, YouTube. So you like to get freaked, right? While that's right. You're going to sleep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like to have those wicked dreams. But most of the time, I fall asleep to uh, a YouTube video on the TV. Oh wait a minute! What kind of YouTube video? You you know the, us- the usual. Um, YouTube is vast, Jared. <laughs> yeah, that's like saying, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, I know." Also, doesn't it um, automatically play whatever's next? Uh, you can set it so it doesn't automatically play what's next. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, that's good. I actually, on my phone, I use YouTube signed out because I don't want uh, Steve Jobs knowing what kind of YouTube content I'm into. Sure. Or whomever who who runs YouTube. I think, well, now that she's not doing B-Best, um, what is Melania up to these days? Good question. I haven't heard much out of her. I don't know. She was the Best f- tube. <laughs> Best tube. My kids, as I was setting up for the show tonight, they were watching Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, mm-hmm. And... I'm pretty sure BuzzTube is the YouTube knockoff they use in that movie. BuzzTube. <laughs> they kept, my kids kept, they were in the living room. I was in the studio setting up. Uh, we had started the movie over dinner, so we all kind of ate together and watched it. And then I wandered in here. And about two-thirds of the way through the movie, they each, depending on their specific interests, they each kept running into the studio and saying, Dad, Dad, guess who's on Wreck-It Ralph 2? Uh, and they would tell me about the cameo they saw. Asa came in and said, Dad, C-3PO is on this movie. And I said, cool. And then he ran back in. And then Arrow <laughs> came running in and she's like, Dad, Dad, Cinderella is on this movie. And then she ran back in and they just kept, they did that probably about five times each. Just they got very, very excited at the cameos. Arrow is like, Disney Pixar owns so much IP. <laughs> That's all I could think. I actually had the thought uh, after that happened, after that happened five or so times a piece from each of them. I thought, uh, how big does a company have to... We all know that stealing is legally frowned upon. But how big does a company have to be before it's morally okay to steal their IP? You know? I was wondering about that. I didn't come to a conclusion, but that did cross my mind. I think the size of the Be Best Corporation is just the right size for you to steal it, Mike. <laughs> you need to start knocking off the Disney Pixar Iverse. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> There's C-3PO for B-Best. <laughs> B-3PO. He's called B-3PO. B-3PO, yeah. <laughs> well, David, we're glad you were, we were glad you were born, and we are happy to be the first people to wish you a happy birthday. I can only assume <laughs> that's the case, and no one's done it yet. So happy birthday yes, and, uh, from the Kirk Unspoken Day. Requests family. Thanks. Have a good show. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. Keep on living. Oh, I, I hope to. All right. <laughs> Mike, can I get some reverb? No. Is that an option? It's not an option. Okay. Well, I'll just Sorry I'll just that. say uh, I'll just say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Peace be with you. Peace be with you, David. And also with Vaya you. Vaya con Dios. Bye bye. Uh. Well, that was nice now to be that able David's to wish gone, David a happy birthday oh, yeah. on his birthday on totally. the air. I, I love David Woodruff. What a guy. Now that uh, now that he's gone and I won't embarrass him, I'll tell the listener, if you haven't yet, please check out David's new new record. Uh, it's called Moonscreen, and it is on bandcamp.com. He has cassette tapes, or you can purchase it digitally. I suspect it's also on your streaming service, too, if you use one of those. It's very, very, very good, and I highly recommend it. David's got a real knack for writing great songs. If you like music like me and Jared do, I think you'll love it. You can hear all about it on episode number. Do you remember what episode that was, Mike? No, Let's I don't see if remember. You remember. I don't remember. I don't have my episode numbers memorized. You don't? There's only it could, only 79 it could be, so how hard is that, you know? Well, I'll tell you right now. It was episode number ba, 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 ba. Se- Oh no, I guess I don't know either. Mm. Well, we'll never well, know. Well, why don't you be best and quit bullying me for not knowing <laughs> since you don't know either. Uh, uh, earlier I talked about you being the human calculator. Because um, you can do math real quick in your head. It was episode 69. Oh, there you go. There we go. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Yeah, me either. Um, I don't know why people say that. Do you? It's got to be... Isn't that the year the Mets won the pennant? I have no idea. Maybe people are Mets fans and they're happy. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a maybe it's some other kind of like... You know, our thing is be best. Maybe nice is another anti-bullying oh, yeah. thing. That be nice. They're like, yeah, be nice. Yeah, that was... Uh, I think that was Betty Ford's deal. Should we write a... <laughs> Should we write a Wouldn't It Be Nice parody song that's Wouldn't It Be Best? <laughs> Shouldn't it be best? I don't know. We can workshop it. Yeah. But uh, if we weren't bullies, <laughs> then we wouldn't come and pick on you. Wouldn't it be best if we'd stop giving nuggies <laughs> and stealing all your lunch money in the school? It writes itself. It just really does. It, it really writes itself. Just comes together. Uh, okay, well, let's work on that. I'll find a karaoke version of the song that we can Steve the boy. Yeah, okay. We've been uh, we've been uh, consuming a lot of Weird Al content in this house in the past week, <laughs> so um, parodies are on my mind. That's that's my parody of Georgia on my mind. It's called Parodies on My Mind. Uh, I'm working on that. That's I got a I got a parodies for you. <laughs> oh yuck. What? Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Be nice. Uh, Mike, guess what? What, man? <laughs> I got this uh, skunk smell in my in my garage real bad. Worse than it's ever happened. In that. your garage. I walk in the garage and I have this very bad skunk smell. But you can also smell it inside the house, too. Oh, no. But it's it's concentrated from the, it's coming from the garage. But How I don't long know, have I you don't had know this where. smell? Like two days now. Yeah. I don't, and I, I think I smelled it underneath the deck, mm, the that side would, deck too. That would add up. So it's like, first I was like, is this a gas leak or something? And it's like, it smells like a skunk and it's, it's from like the out, beneath the deck I smell it and in, in the garage. So I think it's just some kind of bad thing Sk- that's happening. I happened. think it's probably some kind of skunk. I think... <laughs> I was really worried. I couldn't sleep last night thinking oh, it was like, no. it's like, I must call 911 or the gas company. 911? Like, well, I looked it up. And the first, you don't, never Google anything. Of course not. Would you go to WebMD to find out what yeah. the smell was? Yeah. It's, yeah. 
It's like probably you, have it's cancer like, or a skunk. It was like if you smell a skunk, that's actually probably gas, and you got to get out of your house and call nine one one. No, no. Although you know we've got those skunk problems. Yeah. Uh, we have actually done that in the past. We have called the gas company and said, "Hey, we think there's some kind of gas leak." Mm. Uh, and someone came out and they were like, "Nope, you don't have a gas leak. Everything's fine. You probably have a skunk." Yeah. And then when it turns out we have like six or eight skunks living under the shed. Yeah. But uh, you know. Word of advice to you, Jared. Yeah, please. As a friend. Um, what do I, I do? When I was a youngster, and I'm talking like a toddler, like maybe three or younger, I was born, right? And uh, my family and I, my parents and I, lived on this farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere in outside Claypool, Indiana. Really, really in the middle of nowhere. Out on uh, County Farm Road. And... Uh, the story goes, I have no memory of this, but the story goes, uh, there was a skunk living under the porch, and my old man, who was a very young man at that time, uh, thought, I'll take care of this, I'll take my twenty-two, and I'll shoot the skunk, oh. and take care of it, we'll just take care of business, got to, got a new baby in the house, got to get rid of the skunk under the porch, we're poor people, we can't afford to have somebody come out and deal with it, I'll take care of it. So dad shot the skunk under the porch, which caused an explosion of skunk smell <laughs> beneath the porch and into the house. And uh, that's a story my mom tells a lot about how my dad filled the house with skunk smell by trying to do it good, but being a little naive about it. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, you brought up shooting animals. Some people do it. I mean... You know, it's just uh, there's a lot there's a lot of people out there. Well, anyway, here's Blue Oyster Colt with shooting shark. Just like that, we're back. Are, are we back? Oh, yeah, we're back, All baby. right, it's Wednesday night. All over the it's world. It's after midnight. You it's, know, Jared. Uh, yes, Mike. I don't know much. I'm I'm, a, I'm relatively can, a simpleton. Can confirm. Can confirm. But I know one thing. We're the first radio program in the history of radio to go from uh, George <laughs> Straits, if I know me, into Annabelle Lee's Seal Your Eyes Juliet. And that's the unspoken request guarantee. That's the we're, we're gonna give you content that no other that's place the is given to Unspoken requests difference. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Well now we're now that we're back announcing music, uh Let's let's finish up. Oh, okay. Before that, we heard "Cosmic Loneliness" by the what do you call that? You said the Invisible Astro Healing Rhythm Quartet. That's correct. Did I get that, yeah, right? that is right. And before that, we heard the Spanish version of Hot Rod Hearts by Robbie Dupree, Autos de Amor. Before that, we heard Smile by Harry Nelson and to start up that nonstop. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm, nah, before that, we heard even more songs. So I'm, I'm not going to say that started the nonstop rock block. Before that, we heard Kate Bush with Symphony, Sim- ah! mm. Symphony in Blue. Before that, we heard Radio, Radio Department with I Don't Like It Like This. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, we heard local supergroup Sumatics with Good Feel. And before that, as we mentioned before we played it, we heard Shooting Shark by Blue Oyster Cult, the uh, 57-minute song. <laughs> Just kidding. It's pretty long. It's like six minutes. That was a big one. You and I saw Blue we Oyster saw. Cult uh, not too long ago. Yeah, for free. It's been like three years ago now. Well, that's not too long. Oh, yeah. COVID's been a year. Oh, Lordy, you're right. Hey, let's talk to someone who's had COVID. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, just kidding. I don't want to give anyone's medical... Uh, yeah, you don't need a HIPAA violation yeah. going on here. Uh, let's, let's, let's check in with our Southern correspondent. It's been a while. Um, phone's ringing. Robert, are Hello. you there? Robert, welcome back. Welcome back to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. 
I couldn't be happier to be back. (laughs) Uh, Listeners uh, have been sending in cards and letters. We're up to our knees here with cards and letters. Letters and cards saying, when will you bring back Southern correspondent Robert to the Unspoken Requests radio hour? What is the card to letter ratio that you're working with? Yeah, Great question. Um, it's about 60% cards, um, 30% letters. Uh, 10, yeah, I'm 10%. very popular among people who don't bother with envelopes. So <laughs> that doesn't uh, surprise me. That's what I was going to ask. Like, What distinguishes... Is it the number of folds that distinguishes a card from a letter? Oh, I always assumed a card was like a, a greeting card. But a greeting card format. can be in an envelope. Well, I, 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 thought it would, I thought it would be like... Like a postcard? In, in, in real life, yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna write Sale of the Century and and tell Jim Perry that, you know, you think the the uh, the, the the spokesmodel should have more time to play out their stupid little skits during yeah. the, the flash sale or whatever, I, I think that could fit on a postcard. The thing and, and I think most viewers would have had, um, you know, pre-stamped, ready to go. The the postcards, not yeah. like you know wish you were here with an alligator on it from florida but just the ones you get that are blank white from the post office they're on the desk ready to go yeah that makes sense yeah there's economy in that you know people are thrifty it's like yeah there's uh there's there's not enough uh talk about burt reynolds during the fame game (laughs) or or yeah exactly like you're 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 skewing the fame game too too hard to like academic subjects (laughs) right mike mike Mike, have you seen much uh, Sale of the Century? No, no, I have not. Oh, it's 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 uh, available on the Pluto TV app. I'm, I it don't was have one of one. my favorite shows when I was a kid. Oh, me too, man. And I think re-watching it as often as I do, and I try to catch it uh, every day when I can, um, the game falls apart at the end. It had no end game. You know, the, the person wins, and it's like, well... Do you want to spend your money on this one prize or come back tomorrow and go for the bigger prize? Well, almost always the person's going to come back tomorrow for the bigger prize. Yeah. So they're just standing there with nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing much to do. But then the music plays and it's good. It's great music. I was more of a classic concentration kid. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I had and still have the uh, Sail of the Century board game featuring... Uh, the technology of Quizard, uh, which was a which is a uh, um, uh, buzzer technology mm-hmm. uh, incorporated into the Sail of the Century board game, where there's six buzzers, you slap it and uh, some lights flash and it flashes the red light next to your color if you're the if you were the person to buzz in first. I've been wanting to, and that's in yeah. the home game. That is yeah. that's an extensive sort of piece of technology yeah, for a home tech. version. Yeah. I I was hoping to try to talk some friends into playing playing it. I was getting close and then <laughs> the novel coronavirus hit and I've lost a year. Yeah. Didn't well you see. got you gotta you gotta make plans for, for the end of the novel coronavirus. Something um, to look forward to. Yeah, you gotta have that. It's you gotta have those things to keep you going. Did you gentlemen know that since since we since the last time we spoke, I I have uh, had and recovered from uh, COVID nineteen, the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. Well, I'm glad you mentioned yes. that because Jared actually spilled those beans <laughs> before we had you on the phone here, and I told him not to violate HIPAA. But it now is, that you've it, let us say it, then okay. Well, it's great. it's one of my defining character traits. <laughs> okay, I don't. Good. I don't have many, um, but uh, he had COVID. It's like that's that's rocketed up to the top of the resume. Now you have something to talk about at parties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't, I don't read books, watch television or movies, or go anywhere. But I did have COVID one time. What was that like so, for you? It was um, the weirdest sick I've ever been. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. I don't know if it was the sickest I've ever been, but it was real weird. Yeah. Um, losing your sense of smell is just a real mind scrambler. Yeah. Um, I recall very specifically thinking I just had you know a sinus thing and took a day off work, went to sleep, and woke up in the middle of the night just shivering with cold. Mm. 
And uh, went to get another blanket and thought, ah, my mouth tastes funny. I'll brush my teeth. And so I couldn't smell the toothpaste. And this was somewhere around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I was walking around the house, opening everything I could, (laughs) smelling it, and nothing registered. And still, even though I've recovered, I still can't smell rubbing alcohol. Um, that was the, that was sort of my test every day to see if I still had COVID. I would go into the bathroom and unscrew the cap of the rubbing alcohol and just take a big whiff of it. And still I, it doesn't register with me. Um, you just get zero. I, I I used to get zero within the past, within the past week and a half to two weeks, I've been able to tell like kind of at the back of my throat that yeah. there's okay there's some rubbing alcohol there but it, it's not you know if a if a normal human were to pop the cap off of a bottle of <laughs> yeah. isopropyl 70 percent <laughs> and just take a big whiff they'd come away coughing yeah but it's still it's still not hitting me the way it should and there are some smells that that aren't right um there's there's some things that I can smell, but they don't smell like I think they should. Jared, I think we may have discovered a solution to your skunk problem, bud. Yeah. Oh yeah, get COVID. <laughs> I. Oh my God, the, the answer's been right there this whole time. I, Robert, I was playing to Mike. I have a, a skunk problem. Well, a skunk smell problem. Uh, in our coming from the garage last night, I probably looked crazy. I was in my pajamas walking around the garage smelling every little uh, nook and cranny of the garage trying to find the source of this smell. I never found it. I can't fathom... uh, I I cannot imagine what it's like to have no sense of smell. Does that... um, How could I? Until mid-December, I couldn't either. Yeah, it's just like, as you describe it, it's just like, I can't even imagine what that would feel like or be like. I could still mostly taste things, but uh-huh. I, they had to be in my mouth. You know, I, yeah. it's not, um, and it was muted, obviously, because smell is so much a part of being able to taste. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, it the the actual sensation of taste never completely went away, but smell was was absolutely gone Why? for um, even after I recovered and felt fine, um, the smell was gone. Uh, I mean, in some ways, it's still gone, but it's mostly come back. There's that weird rubbing alcohol thing, and then occasionally things not smelling right. Uh, but I have not smelled a skunk uh, since I recovered. So I <laughs> you know, maybe, how would you know? How would you that's know true. if one's been that's around true. or not? Yeah. I, heard... I think I need to go let myself get sprayed. <laughs> a friend of mine. Uh, no, not a friend of mine. Mm. Um, a, Enemy. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, uh, we'll say a friend of a friend or maybe a, yeah, anyway, uh, had this COVID-19, lost the smell, was recovering, got more sick. Turned out there was a, uh, uh, some kind of gas leak in the house that oh made them gosh. more sick, but they couldn't smell it because they lost their sense of smell. Wow. That's a nightmare. Yeah. You know, they add that smell to natural gas. I know. I did a lot of Google, a lot of Googling <laughs> last night to find out if I, I had a skunk or a or a gas leak. Mm. That's an has abomination. Someone, has someone made the marijuana joke? I haven't heard this oh. episode yet. No, so. no one has yet. The are there one. like some some skateboard teens <laughs> that maybe are using your garage <laughs> no, but, to smoke dirt weed? <laughs> when I was when I was googling things last night, one of the there was like people would comment on these threads, and someone was like. Um, I hate to tell you this, but it's possible that your teens are smoking a lot of marijuana and that's what you smell. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, no, no. My teens wouldn't do that. <laughs> Robert, I'm glad, that, uh, wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned skateboarding teens, actually. Uh, not to further violate your rights, um, but you've got some skateboarding. Oh, no. uh, yeah, we're going to talk about how I broke my arm. <laughs> well, I, hopefully. Uh, but also skateboarding this week has become a deal in my house. He's lost his sense oh, of smell, really? but he hasn't lost his sense of adventure. <laughs> hey, I'm going to use that on a business card. Again, it's it's that's the other defining characteristic. So now, 
if you if you introduced me at a dinner party, yeah. you would say, "This is Robert. Mm-hmm. He had COVID and also broke his arm." <laughs> so really, in a lot of ways, the the past four months have been really beneficial. To me. Yeah, you got a lot in your quiver now. You're yeah, like they've a, given me something. It's like Brewster's Millions, where you're trying to spend a bunch of money on medical bills. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, because if I spend it all, I get to have it. Then you get even more. Yeah. The <laughs> only thing I remember about that movie is he bought the stamp with the upside down airplane on it. Uh-huh. And the white guys were like, oh, he'll never get rid of that thing. And then as they're talking, I think the mail shows up and, and Brewster had thwarted them by using the stamp uh. to send them <laughs> the letter that he wrote to them. Perfect. So I haven't seen it in a while, but my understanding is. The will is read, and they're like, all right, you can have this giant amount of money, like a $10 billion, if you can spend like a million dollars, $10 million in a day or whatever it is. So he's got to spend all this money to get like a huge amount if he can spend it all by midnight. And everyone's trying <sighs> to stop him. Classic Brewster. Yeah. Okay, Robert, can you paint us a picture? So you were dropping in on the vert ramp, and then what happened next? I was tootling around in the parking lot of a local <laughs> elementary school. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 paint let's paint this sad picture. Okay. <laughs> so last Sunday was, you know, like seventy five degrees, cloudless. Can we say where you Just, are? I'm what, in Athens, what state? Georgia. Okay. I'm in Athens, Georgia. Athens, Georgia. And and I was like, you know what? I'm 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 doing it. I'm going to go I'm going to go skateboarding. Keeping in mind, no exercise since mid-December right. when I when I got COVID. No, not even a brisk walk, you know. Um, and so I grabbed the old skateboard and I headed out, and I was I was feeling fine. I was um, in the in the loading dock of Party City, which is um, you know that that's my spot, guys. Sure. And, <laughs> and I was you know because nobody sees you back there, and yeah. so I'm I'm out there, I'm I'm scooting around, just having a big old time. And I saw a baby snake. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun, you know. Picked him up, put him in the grass because he doesn't belong on the pavement. No way. No. And um, and so. You're like you know, you're like Pee Wee in Pee Wee's Big Adventure with saving the snakes. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And I thought, you know, this is great. And I sat down on the curb for a second. I was like, man, I'm really tired. I should probably go home, take a shower, make some dinner. I was like, you know what? There's that abandoned parking lot over by the elementary school. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check that scene out before I go home. So I I drove over there and I was skateboarding around. And and by this point, I'm really feeling it, you know. And um, and then yeah, the whole thing's just falling apart. And I was like, "All right, I'm going back to the car. This is it." And so I turn around and start skateboarding back towards where I had parked. And I dropped off of a, a maybe a three-inch high curb, mm. and I hit some loose concrete. And I went down in a way that, if I had been watching myself. I would still be laughing. There, there's <laughs> no way this wasn't hilarious. Yeah. A, a, a middle-aged man huffing and puffing, you know, in the, in the middle of this beautiful day. And I hit this loose concrete coming off and I went down and I tried to catch myself with my hands, which is not advisable. You yeah. should never do that. And when my, my palms and wrists hit the pavement, I, I felt this tingle go up and I was oh. like, yeah. Yeah, we're 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 having a bad day today. Oh. So I uh, came home, washed up, took myself to urgent care, and uh, turns out I had uh, fractured the head of my radius Ooh. where it connects to the elbow, yeah. and that that is a fracture that if everything's in place and the bone didn't shatter, which is luckily my situation. They don't immobilize you. Oh. They just give you a sling because if apparently if they immobilize the elbow when it heals, there could be some limited mobility. So they gave me a sling and they said, uh, you know, here you go. You're on your own. Wow. So I'm I'm in this sling and um, I I'm going to be fine. Yeah, sure. You know, the the guy at the uh, the the orthopedic clinic that I went to on Monday said that this is going to be more of an annoyance than a serious issue and boy was that guy ever right <laughs> yeah that's good bad news 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. It could have been could have been much worse. I uh, I was glad when Jared told me that he was getting you on the phone because, uh, like I said, we just this week we've become a this weekend even uh, we've become a skateboard household. Uh, How many skateboards? Well, there are two, but only one skater. Uh, oh, it's one of these situations where my so son, just you? <laughs> oh, no, no, but that's one of the things. So the family I thought that of skates you, together stays together. So my son wanted to buy a skateboard, so we uh, masked up and went down to the local skate shop, and uh, who our our friend happens to be the owner. So it was comfortable. We're in there talking, getting all you know. I'm I know nothing about skateboarding virtually, so. We're getting lots of good. Actually, advice. I'd say you do know a lot about skateboarding virtually because you play Tony Hawk all the live long day. <laughs> there we go. Okay, I know a lot about virtual skateboarding. There you go. Um, Did you listen to Goldfinger the entire time you were in the shop? Just oh, of to course. Sort of keep yeah, it, definitely. Uh, okay. You know, Mike Herrera's in that band now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's the new bass player really? in Goldfinger. I didn't know that. Yeah. Just as, as an aside. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, while we were in the shop. They're kind of setting up my son, getting him everything he needs. He broke his piggy bank open and bought his own skateboard. And uh, then my friends and they were like, Mike, when are you going to get on a skateboard? And as soon as they said that, all I could think of was that photo of you on Twitter with your <laughs> arm and wrapped up and all those bandages. And I said, I'm yeah. not getting on a skateboard. And they said, uh, how old are you? And I said, oh, I'm 38. And they're like, well, that's the same age as us, man. We're out here skating all the time. And I said, but you've been skating for 25 years i have not i should not step on a skateboard ever it's too late too late for me i mean i i have been since i was probably 13 but i there was a there was a good i think 17 year break in there um between oh 1999 and 2060 no wow so it was a closer to 20 years break because I think 98 or 99 was the last time I touched one. And then I think I grabbed the skateboard that I have now in 2018. So you do the math, listener. How 19 it, years. <laughs> how does it compare to riding a bike in terms of retained skills? I think for the most part, it's still there. I've never broken a bone in my life until now. Yeah. So um, I, think, I think if you average out all of the, the time that I have... It was it was time for my luck to catch <laughs> up. With Your me, number you know? was up. I yeah. mean, it it just it the law of averages. It's like you know what you that guy right there. You haven't broken anything yet, so let's let's take care of that. We have a good buddy here in town who's a, a roller skating enthusiast, and uh, he hit his early forties and had a crash at the rink and knocked his shoulder out. Uh, and that that was he said that's the first time he felt that he was aging was that he healed so much more slowly from that injury than he was used to healing. Uh, yes, absolutely. And he was like, now um, I feel old. I didn't used to feel old, even though I was up in years for a roller skater, but he's like, now I feel old because I'm healing so slowly. <laughs> when I called my mom and reminded her that, or when I called my mom and told her that I broke my arm, she reminded me that the only time she had ever broken her arm was in Athens at the roller skating rink here. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I I remember I remember very well when my mom broke her arm. Wow! Um, so it's just you know it's just a it's just it's what happens in Athens. You come to Athens, you break your <laughs> it's arm. A dangerous it's dangerous town. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a rite of passage. What, what's the scene like in Athens these days? What's uh what's going on as far as like you know things opening up or or not? A lot of people staying indoors. Um, a lot of people not staying indoors. So it's, you know, it's here and there. Um, nothing, no live performances, um, mm -hmm. that, that I know of. Um, I think there's, you know, some of these, uh, lovers of freedom are trying to get their, their clubs to open back up and allow live performances. I'm not sure how that's working out. You're talking about the pastors? But, Yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> who I'm talking. Uh, there's a couple of club owners who own places downtown um, that are, I think, trying to have live music start happening again. But um, then there's another group of people who are vocally saying maybe, maybe wait on that for a little bit. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I'm I'm working 
one week from home and one week from from my office. So I I go downtown every other week, and um, it's still weird. It's been a year, and it's still weird to see things in the state that they are. But then again, in a town with so many college students, um, apparently there's nothing wrong. You <laughs> right, know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I, Jared, Jared and I are frequently downtown, uh, not together, but we just we both work downtown in Bloomington here, and uh, we would never be seen together. Never, <laughs> not in public. Uh, now that the uh, students have all come back, or you know, in whatever capacity they have, the restaurants. There's one restaurant in particular downtown. When I'm walking to grab my carryout food for my lunch break, I look in this giant picture window, and there's always just a table of twelve people right in the window, and I just kind of let out a angry sigh every time I go past and see them partying in there. I'm jealous and I'm also mad. The part of me that's not I think jealous. a lot of it for me, I think a lot of it for me is the jealousy of, of having that disconnect in my own mind of, of just not caring. Yeah. Right. <laughs> on, on that level of, of, of having that feeling of invincibility to the extent that you're absolutely fine with doing that and and not even thinking about the repercussions yeah. you know that and and look people can do what they want to do i'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade but you know thinking about the fact that you can carry it to somebody else and i think a lot of it for me my jealousy and anger also comes from the fact that i have not gone anywhere other than a grocery store since march it's been a yeah. whole year i haven't haven't done any recreation that involves going in a building that's not my home or my work or something that i need to do i haven't seen my friends i haven't seen my family and i still got it right yeah you know and i it, and and i was and i was trying really hard and it's not about getting it it's about spreading it i get it but it's just like you know, I got it anyway. It's kind of, yeah. it, it's hard not to feel that. Um, and then to see literally hundreds of, of people um, crammed together in the, you know, front porch of a fraternity or sorority house when you're driving home from work is, is a difficult experience to yeah. let the youth, you know, let the youth have their youth. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like you were saying, I think for me, part of it is that I feel so uncertain about all of it. Like, and I, that's actually something I try to keep reminding myself about is it's like, no one has the right plan. Everyone's making their choices best they can. And we have a little bit of education, but not a lot. And I'm playing it extra safe because I'm uncertain. And, and yeah, that, that sort of certainty and invincible feeling that you were talking about. It's like, oh man, that must be nice. <laughs> God, it's like, got to be great. Just yeah. to like have a little bit less of a conscience yeah. would be like kind of nice. <laughs> it's something I think about a lot about how amazing it would feel to just not care. Yeah, and and maybe these people do care in their own way. And, yeah, exactly. And, and That's I, yeah. Totally. You know, maybe maybe I'm overreacting. I mean, maybe maybe it's me. Well, I feel like, that possibility. yeah, I think you're right. I think that for me, that's the challenge is like reining in my own conclusions and reminding myself that it's like, actually, everyone probably is doing what they feel is right in a, and not in a way that's like so black and white, you know, in a way that's like everyone's doing things they think that they're that are safe, <laughs> uh, but they look a lot different for a lot of different people. Yeah, it's 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 just exactly what does safety look like? We don't know. Yeah, because like I mean, I think yeah. I do, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I ask you about uh, small craft advisory? Well, we got you can. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised to find my name on the mailing list. Uh, it's your new one page zine. It comes in it the mail. Is. How frequently? What's the... Now, first of all, why were you surprised? Oh, I just it was a pleasant surprise to <laughs> see that you were making it and that I, and I felt nice to be included. Oh. Yeah. Um right now the plan is every other month. Okay. So six times a year. Because I'm not 
charging for it, and I'm not, um, you know, I'm not made of money over here. Sure. <laughs> so, so we're we're. Um, well, you got all right those now, hospital bills, so. <laughs> not yet. They haven't shown up <laughs> okay, yet. Okay, good. But, um, good. but they're, they're, you know, the urgent care is going to come knocking. <laughs> and, um, well, we'll fight that fight when we can. That's right. I um, have always been the kind of person who um, likes to let medical bills just kind of sit. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, let, let, the, uh, let the service provider get a little desperate sure. and, um, you know, get them into the position where they're ready to, they're ready to see how bad they want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course they have the power of the collections agency, but you know, as I, as I told my, my wife and she didn't like to hear this too much. (laughs) Um, I've got a car, I've got a house. What can they do? Sure. (laughs) I I don't need credit. (laughs) Yeah. Take them on. That's, not the right answer, but, uh, yeah. So no, it's a one page, um, it's a one page zine or it's a, a newsletter that I do every other month. I've done three of them, uh, so far. And I didn't think it was something I would ever do. Um, my, my friend Nathan, who does the zine soda killers has a, a newsletter that he does. Um, I don't think his is as on as is as much on a regular schedule. I think he just does one whenever he kind of feels like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always kind of razz me a little bit, you know, when are you going to start yours? I was like, I, that's one more thing. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. And finally, um, you know, when you're, when you're at home with, with not much else to do and seems like a good idea, a good way of keeping in touch with people. And so that's what I'm, that's where we're at now. And you got that new uh, wax sealer thing. So you got to use that as much as you can. I did. Yeah. I had a wax seal made, um, surprisingly inexpensive um and so you gotta have gotta mail something out if you want to use that sealing wax my son loved that when he saw it sitting on the dining room table and he saw the seal he was like dad what is that that's so (laughs) cool did a a fancy person write you a letter (laughs) no remember that guy that had covid and broke his arm (laughs) remember that cautionary skateboarding tale yeah it's it's a letter from him about the arm (laughs) We should also mention your uh, your professional wrestling fanzine, Atomic Elbow, was recently featured in Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I just I just saw that today. It was reviewed in Pro Wrestling Illustrated. The issue wow. that will be on the newsstands, um, I think mid March. I think it's March fifteenth or March sixteenth. So if you're if you're out at the uh, at, at the Kroger or the um, I don't know what y'all got up there. IGA. Oh, we got, we we got Krogers. We got IGAs. Okay, right. We got Bloomington Foods. We got Fresh Time. I don't know where- I don't know Kroger's reach. I mean, I know they have some shell corporations that are, I think, mm-hmm. you know, Owens. I think they're in my hometown. They're called Owens, but mm-hmm. it's Kroger. Um, but yeah. So if you're, if you're, if you're in the Kroger and you see the one with orange Cassidy on the cover, that ain't it. That's not the one with me. Um, <laughs> so just wait until the 15th. Um, that's not, so, it, that's, that's the last wrestling magazine in, in existence in the country, right? Like that you'd find in a Kroger. <laughs> That is that is the last nationally distributed sort of glossy, slick publication. Yeah. Um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated still still throwing them out there. Since when did um, when did that start up? The seventies, late seventies, mid seventies. Gosh, I I would assume at least then, if not earlier. Yeah. We've actually covered this maybe before, but I just want to bring it up one more time that uh, my family did not subscribe to magazines when I was a kid, but my uncle. Uh, when I was when I would be at my uh, cousin's house hanging out on the weekend or whatever, my uncle would. I have vivid memories of him busting through the front door and being like, "All right, boys!" He had my cousins, three three young boys. He's like, "All right, boys, magazine day," and he would throw down like three or four wrestling magazines and a singing news, which I know you're familiar with. As oh well. wow! <laughs> those were that is great. Those were the magazines that he had in his house, and I just. Remember, like, magazines? We don't have those at my house. What's the deal here? What is this? What, my uh, stepfather was a county extension agent, and so he would get a lot of trade magazines. Oh, sure. Um, one I remember that, that he got a lot was Woodman, Woodsman of the World. <laughs> um, and uh, that occasionally had cartoons on the back page sort of following that that magazine tradition but they were all sort of agriculture or or um, forestry themed 
and uh, I didn't really get a lot of them as a child. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. I, it would not be interesting. It would be interesting for me and for no one else to find an archive of Woodman of the World magazine and see if any of those those uh, single panel cartoons made sense to me now. It's like uh, it's like that Dionne Warwick song, the 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 Woodsman of the World are covered <laughs> with rain. Remember that song? Mm. There I, I is sing the it every sunshine day. we once knew. Uh, uh, September 1979 is when Pro Wrestling Illustrated was founded. Then we were right. It was right just squeaking in. Yeah. yeah just squeaking it. in. And that's fine. I think that's when, when Ric Flair's career was really sort of picking up steam. So. I forget the exact we, title, but at work, at my day job, we... Uh, we have a subscription to what amounts to like a radio and television antenna monthly magazine. <laughs> so are, are there still trade publications? Oh, this, I was actually yeah. recently thinking about this. And, and because I used to, before I had my current job, I worked in the audiovisual industry. And there were a few trade publications that would come through. And it was always weird yeah. to get a, a fully produced glossy magazine specific to an industry yeah this is and the so only i don't one know I've how seen, much of that has moved online yeah i wonder i would i would have to think they move online but this one still shows up at work uh and you know i work in a specific field so that's the only one i see is this radio and television antenna <laughs> monthly uh but it is <laughs> yeah it is a glossy it's probably you know it's probably 20 pages or something it's small and modest but uh, doing uh, a quick google search uh pizza today most awarded trade publication in the world Oh wow! Pizza Today. Pizza Today won an award for being a trade publication in the world. You know the local pizza joints often have clippings hanging on the wall around here. You know Mother Bears or, yeah. or Avers. Fourth, fourth in the country. Yeah. Pizza Today makes it sound like it's a daily publication. <laughs> yeah. <totally>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, yeah USA Today, Pizza Today. Right, There's yeah, also Pizza Magazine, that. PMQ Pizza Magazine, the pizza industry's news source, is the pizza industry's number one magazine and website, according to their website. I have to now, guess PMQ that Q is the Q quarterly. For quarterly? Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that oh, makes sense. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to um, go with daily. I wonder if it's a digest where it just sort of collects articles per- pertinent to the pizza industry and, and puts them in a digest form. Oh, like a journal, so you, yeah. Yeah, so that you can sort of catch up all at once <laughs> where you don't have to subscribe. Yeah. It's, oh, man. It's like a Reader's Digest condensed books where you can read you know, the education of Little Tree and Jaws 2 in one convenient volume. <laughs> there, there, there are two, uh, when I Google pizza today, which seems to be a, a big one, Two of the different covers on uh, say countdown to pizza expo. So I think the whole world is just just uh, counting itself down to uh, pizza expo. <laughs> I want to go to. I'd really love to go to one of these pizza. Expos. Is that what Huel Hauser went to? Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one, but it was uh, he was at a pizza expo. Maybe maybe it was for California. Maybe it was for the whole country. It maybe did the look world. Great. I would love to go to that. What? Oh, you think you went to nationals? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe you go to. <laughs> Maybe there's uh, semifinals and yeah, regionals and Mike. Let's go. Let's let's record a show at the pizza uh, convention um, expo in let's say 2020, 2023. Let's make it a goal. I'm 100 percent on board. I'm there. Where is it? Or is it one of those that that moves around? Good question. Uh, I bet all the different uh, Italy, right? City. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bet all the different like uh, city uh, chamber of commerce tourism boards all like bid against each other yeah. and uh, say they'll build a new stadium for it and yeah I don't guys know. we gotta get the pizza expo houston had it last year we gotta get it this year where was the pizza expo pizza expo 2021 let's see what we got well that's that's not gonna happen yeah you don't have that where was uh, 20, uh where was... international pizza expo and conference june 22nd to 24th 2000 21 Las Vegas baby that's gonna be virtual well Las Vegas is I've been to floor plan uh, an industry trade show in Las Vegas you have for what industry when I worked in the audiovisual industry Mm -hmm. I I went to the Infocom audiovisual trade show in Las Vegas Nevada 
and uh it was misery just <laughs> untold amounts of 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 abject misery yeah. um from Sounds the second good. i got off the plane it just was and um everybody was talking about oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna go to these bars we're gonna go to these steakhouses neither of which are pursuits that particularly interest me um not a gambler um but i did uh skip out on some work-related uh activities and and play pinball for six hours (laughs) at the pinball hall of fame museum in las vegas so at least i got to have that experience fellows i have bad news we're out of time so it looks like Suddenly. this pizza expo is uh, is happening IRL. Um, Jared, I don't know if you heard me, but your what, every word you say means more editing time for me. Wait, Would we're you- out of time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Well, thanks for talking <laughs> to us, Robert. Friends, I feel like we were just getting started, but I, I understand the constraints of radio. You, know, you do. Well, yeah, it's been great catching up briefly. Well, we'll 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 do this. We won't let a year go by till we do this again. Listen, I've got a lot more for you where this came from. <laughs> okay, so great. Just, you know where to find me. All right, great. listener, there's more to come. Mike, do we got reverb? I can add it later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>